Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big, and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply. Must be 21 or older and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. Welcome to the Greenlight Podcast. Mm. Michael Irvin and Chris recap some storylines from the NFL this week, talk a little trades, some that happened, some potential trades that might need to happen to push some teams over the hump and get them on their way to playoff contention. Michael Irvin also talks about what he sees from Russell Wilson, the issues with the Packers, what he likes and doesn't like about the Dallas Cowboys situation, how good the Eagles are playing, and tells a wonderful Jerry Jones story. Y'all enjoy. We got Michael Irvin on today, and Michael Irvin's one of my favorite guests. He's one of my favorite people to run into at like the Super Bowl uh, or some NFL event. You know, when it comes to NFL Hall of Famers, he's about as down to earth as as any of them I've ever met. And it's cool because when I was a kid, I shared this um, admission on on the pod last week. I think it was when I was a young kid, I was a Cowboys fan, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't a Raiders fan. Like, I was a Raiders fan, but, um, you know, because of my dad. But, you know, like, as far as another team, it was the Cowboys. And it was hard. Like, it's easy when you're a kid to get, I don't know, pulled into this fucking front runner trap. That's what happened to me. And it hit me. You know, I grew up an avid Panthers fan once I moved to Virginia and kind of decided, like, hey, it wasn't going to be the then Redskins. Uh, All my friends that liked, that team seemed to not be able to tell me when the last time they won was like, so I wanted to, to, to start fresh. And when the Panthers moved to Charlotte, I was a Panthers fan. But before that I was an Epic front runner and it just hit me dude, because I was a Yankees fan. I was a a, a Cowboys fan. I was a Penguins fan and I was a Knicks fan. You're a Penguins fan when they had Mario Lemieux. Pretty much dude. (laughs) And the Knicks fan when Jordan retired? No, I was a Knicks fan from. Uh, I think it was just the fact they were, they were they were on TV, you know, like they were on TV. Like in basketball, for me, it was good enough to be on TV because for some reason I didn't do the Bulls thing, you know. Um, weird to pick all the other teams, but then you had to like stay humble, you know. 
the Knicks are the ultimate like stay humble team. And I'm glad I did that because like years later, it's still working. And um, yeah, you guys have won a lot over the last stayed pretty humble. 20 years. <laughs> Staying humble out here. But, uh, you know, change uh, allegiances in football is a great decision. Um, and, and in hockey, I kind of eventually uh, stopped watching until I moved to St. Louis and the Blues kind of rekindled my spirit there. Uh, and in baseball, as soon as Luis Gonzalez hit that fucking single up the middle for the Diamondbacks to win the World Series, Reed, you were like tiny when that happened. I remember the Sports Illustrated cover. It was um, Randy Johnson and Kurt Schilling on that that year. Well, I yeah, and Sports Illustrated is an easy way to like go back. You know how now you go back in your camera roll to to kind of jog some memories right. to see like, hey, what what was I doing around June of 2017? Well, if you go through some old Sports Illustrateds, that will bring back memories. That's yeah. like your 90s camera roll right there. Like, I, oh, I remember that. Yeah, like I, I used to that. race to the mail on Thursdays. Oh yeah, and I'd read Rick Riley on the toilet until my legs f- fell asleep. I got Sports Illustrated for kids, and I didn't understand why I didn't get the swimsuit. Issue, <laughs> like you got it for kids. Yeah, because I got the one for kids. But I heard about this swimsuit issue and then how big a deal it was, and I was like, "Why isn't that included in my thing? Why don't I get that? You Where's didn't mine?" Appear horny, so you didn't ask your parents. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was just telling my friends, like, I get Sports Illustrated. Where's mine? Oh, I definitely got the swimsuit edition. <laughs> but like, honestly, um, the Cowboys fandom was fun while it lasted. And it was fun while it lasted because of uh, Michael Irvin and guys like that. Like, And he had the big pads and he had the big big elbow pads and he had the, the, you know, he had the swagger and he just seemed like an absolute dog. And it, when I was a kid, I didn't know what I was looking at, but as I've grown older, I, I get why I liked him so much because I was a D lineman and he didn't play wide receiver like a wide receiver. Like to me, he was in the shit. So um, yeah. I'm excited to have Michael on. We've had him on before. I, we were we were talking about this. I think when it comes to NFL players who played a long time and then entered the media, their likability and success in the media being one side of the coin and the other being their football career. Like Michael Irvin has both at the highest level, dude. I think he's great at what he does in the media. He's super fun to watch. He's charismatic. He makes great points. And he was an awesome player. So, like, when it comes to those two skill sets, I don't know of too many guys who have balanced both as well. I mean, like Howie Long. Howie Long's been great (laughs) until he started talking about doobies on Sunday. Did you see that? Yeah, did you ask him about that? Yeah, I haven't talked to my dad since the weekend, so I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. But he's so pure, like, pure of heart. He had no idea. He was just calling it what they call it in New Orleans, evidently. They're calling smoke From screens. what he heard from, from other what, people. From Sean Payton. Yeah, right. He's on the set with him now. You know, they're throwing these smoke screens out in, in New Orleans, and they're calling them doobies and spliffs, and I don't know what else they're calling them. But. People online were blaming your influence. That's crazy. That's crazy to me, because he didn't call them raw cones. <laughs> <laughs> you know? that. You know? Um, a- anyways... We've got Michael Irvin. He's fun, and uh, we think the world of him, so appreciate him coming on. Uh, And then at the end of the pod, we're going to, in the spirit of Michael Irvin and the nostalgia that Michael Irvin has bubbling up here in Studio J, like we're going to draft 90s football things 
stuff we miss from from the 90s which it's a gold maybe it's our age and it's our bias but the 90s will never be replicated like not in sports and we will force reed to pretend he's as old as us yeah for sure <laughs> reed you know you know what we mean nothing beat it right that's right 1998 was a good year for you how old were you uh 1990 98 98 i was five and that's when the God's team won, right? Or that's right. They, yep. So that is like one of my first memories is my dad getting all excited in the uh, living room watching John Elway win a Super Bowl. Look at that helicopter and motherfucker. Helicopter. On, yeah. And I had a uh, nice little Bronco starters jacket with the nice. uh, angry horse yeah, on the yeah. back of it. Starter jacket. That might make the draft. I don't know, guys. I'm not giving away my big board. All right. Michael Irvin. The best moments in a sports fan's life are in football season. I'm not talking about September. I'm not talking about the first week in October. I'm not even talking about the second week in October. I'm talking about when it gets colder, the temperature drops, the games get bigger, the hits get harder, and you can curl up and watch some meaningful football. I like to do it with a Miller Lite from the fridge and a cold frosty mug from the freezer. Frosty mug, meat, a cold, beautiful can of Miller Lite from my fridge. That's teamwork. We come together, we can make a great play out there. And the best play to make on a Sunday is a nice cold Miller Lite and a frosty mug at home. That's my favorite thing. Maybe a fire in the fireplace. Yeah, now we're talking. But Miller Lite, it's an original and it's more than that. It's been a fan favorite since 1975. The best part, no matter how your team plays, Miller Lite is always a winner. The perfect beer for Sundays. I gave you the, the hot tip. Having that frosty mug is a lot like having home field advantage. I mean, like it just makes everything better for your boy and your boy's friends who file in every Sunday to enjoy cold, ice cold Miller Lite uh, at, at, at my house. I mean, we have a lot of people over and I gotta have the Miller Lite stocked up. A lot of light beer cuts back on the most crucial ingredient, flavor. Just 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounce serving. Miller Lite, quick on its feet, heavy hitting on flavor. No wonder it's been MVP from day one. This football season, enjoy the sweet taste of victory with Miller Lite, the original light beer. Find it pretty much anywhere beer is sold. Go to MillerLite.com slash GreenLight for delivery options near you. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Can I start with Deshaun Jackson? Did you see the Deshaun Jackson news? 30 minutes ago, he's a Raven. No, Deshaun just out with the Ravens? Yeah. Oh, that's great, man. Yeah? That's great. Deshaun, you still play. Yeah, Deshaun still plays, so that, that's that's a that's a great sign for them too. You know, he has some speed. I want them to find him a big dude. Yeah. Stop always finding these fast dudes. Find him a wide receiver, tight end. Yeah. You know, somebody to go with with Mark Andrews. They they, they can line up out right outside of Mark Andrews, cut him down, spit in the slot, and do some damage. I mean, I like the fast guys, but. Yeah, oh boy, you're a big dude. It's 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 interesting because I look at the Ravens and like, listen, I'm a huge Lamar fan. He ha he's missed a couple throws in big spots this year. Like that's no secret. Big spot, and, dog. You know, like people go on go through slumps and the whole thing, and maybe the magic's running out, or maybe it's been run out with Greg Roman. But uh, you know, like I think their problems more down in the red zone. Like, hey, when you need when you gotta have it. I mean, there's Mark Andrews, but then like, do you have somebody else you can depend on? <laughs> regularly and it does stretching the field really change things for for lamar is this right i mean right what do right. you think you and, think and what does this change specifically right. for him you're absolutely right I, I don't know you know they go from the marquise browns and, and and they keep going with these these i guess fast dudes. now at least sean, sean jackson's been a good player for a long time yeah and he can still run and he can still play 
But I, I just would, I wish they would go find him a Drake London. You know, yeah, that'd, that'd be cool. <laughs> a Drake yeah. London man. That boy go. He goes up and get any ball anywhere at any time. If you have a guy that that all right. He, he's worked on his passing. He's gotten good and better at his passing, and he'll continue to work on it and continue to get better. But why don't I give him a bigger window? Right. You know what I'm saying? You know how hard it is to hit them fast dudes running out, especially. Yeah, it's, it's it, yeah, and he's yeah. missed the, like you said, he missed a couple a couple throws, man. Back to back in one game, wide open. I mean, people don't even get that wide open in the NFL. So, yeah, I just, I just, I, I wish they would give them some big guys to give them some, get some room for error. I'm with you, man. Um, and and I wonder that makes me think about Mike Gusecki, who's down in Miami. Like, I've been, I've been I, I love that dude. I do too. I love, and I love that dude. What, who's going to make a play for him? Who who do you think is the best fit for him? I had a team in mind. I've been floating, but I want to hear what you have to say. Who, Mike Seggy? Yeah, who's a good fit for him because they well, his usage well, is way down and they've kind of all but been set up. Why do you think they get rid of him in Miami? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, his usage think? has been way down. So, like, basically his targets have been way, way down, and I don't know if it doesn't mesh as well with the offense they're running now or whatever. There's too many options in the field um, with Tyreek well, and that sort of thing. That's what it is. Yeah. That, that, it's just from <laughs> yeah. They got some real options on the field out there, but. And when you think about it, they're like, okay, we're designed to play to put the ball in Tyreek Hill's hand yeah. and, and Jalen Waddle's hands. Because at any time, the boys will be gone. We yeah. got to get the ball back. No and the second, just in that pecking order. But 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 I like them. I, I think they should make they should be working them in. I think he's been big time. What, I don't see how you, you – where do you – has he talked about it? Have I even talked about letting him go or anything have like that? Have they said it out loud, Cowboy? They haven't said it out loud. I'm talking to my producer, Cowboy Reed, uh, who's a Broncos right. fan, unfortunately, Michael. Oh, he trying to get Kaseki? Yeah, well, somebody, he's, he's got to get somebody, dude. I'm trying to get a whole new team is what <laughs> I'm trying to get. To get. Whole new no, you don't need a whole team. You need a new system. Yeah. That yeah. system doesn't fit, fit – uh, it doesn't fit Russell Wilson. You know what I mean? We want – do you think – what Aaron Rodgers does, all of that read option stuff, he can look, he can zip that ball in there. That's never been Russell's game. Russell is a, Russell Moore makes things happen. Yeah. You put him back there, you get him a great running game, you drop back, let him see, let him scan the field, and then he buys a little time, and then he makes some plays. That's when they start moving the ball. Yeah. When he loses, when he loses the, the, the context of that offense, and he starts doing Russell Wilson things. Yeah, and the magic because we played him twice a year was always off script, and it was always off script, yeah, right? You know, like right now, it's just not clicking for him in that offense, and part of it may be like, yeah, he needs more freedom, but also he's thirty three, man. Like, you know, he's not gonna he's not gonna be what he once was. I don't think in his stretch in Denver, I do think he's gonna have to change the way he plays. Like sometimes, which makes it really tough because if the system's not right, and sometimes he's trying to do a little too much, like that's a tough combination. To work out of, I wonder how long the leash is on Hackett. Like, now, it, and, it, and that's, that, that's the area. That's the area I point in because you can't do anything. Russ just gave him two hundred and fifty. Yeah, two fifty. Yeah. You know what I mean? We have to figure this out. So they're gonna have to go and work it out. But I, I'm hoping I'm wrong. I'm hoping like like it took Aaron Rodgers a little while to learn this system. Yeah. Remember that first year. When, and, and and he looked pretty bad in it for a little while. And but but he came around. Right around this time, the first year he was in his system, yeah. he was coming around right around this time. So, so yeah, 
if it's going to show for us, it needs to show fast. What do you think the 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 Packers need? Like, you know, uh, okay, the Ravens just made a play for a fast guy. Uh, you know, Arizona just made for a play for a fast guy. Although the the best thing they can do is get D hot. The Packers need Odell Beckham Jr. Is that what they need? That, that that's, what they, yeah. that's what they need. Yeah. And it's and, and there are a few teams that need them. You know, Odell's going to sit back and see what team is in the best position when it's time for him to come back and he's going to go to that team. But yeah, they they need. They, they need that. They need that dynamic receiver. That yeah. guy. Yeah. That guy that Aaron Rodgers can get to, and and, and he won't replace Devontae Adams, but give him something. Yeah. Something like that with Devontae Adams. No question. Okay, give me Super Bowl hangovers, man. Like I figured, you're the perfect guy to ask. I mean, you guys did a great job of getting back on the horse every year, right? Like, but it was a party down there, and it was you guys were yeah. celebrated, and you won a few of them. And I'm looking at the Bengals and the Rams, and I can remember in 2018, after we won the Super Bowl, we were four and six. And we made the playoffs, and we were a catch away from being right back in that thing. But it's like you dig yourself a grave so early in the season. You know, you got to climb out of it. Uh, did you guys ever have trouble with that? I mean, and what goes well, into having trouble with that? But Jim, Jimmy was pretty cool and pretty good about it. What I mean by that, Jimmy always, I mean, he, 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 he laid on us about that. You know, hey, Go get away, guys. Have a good time. Yeah. When we come back, we're going to get back to work. You want to you spent the whole offseason. Everybody you see, they're patting you on the back. There's a human tendency, he always says. There's a human tendency when you're having great success to just slack up and pat yourself on the back. We would not fall to that tendency. That's what yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Because he's right. You know, everybody's telling you how great you are. Imagine what that's like in L.A. Yeah. You just won the damn Super Bowl in L.A. Yeah. I mean, you doing every show. You coming by all these little guest appearances on all the TV shows, everything. Yeah. It's hard to come back down on that horse and say, hey, let's get back to work real hard, you know. And then everybody you play, Chris, you know this. You know that Super Bowl. They, yeah. They're measuring. We got to measure. We don't care. They can just they can play bad one week, and you looking at it, it's like who are these damn jokers in these uniforms? These are not the jokers I saw on film. Yeah. These are not the jokers, but they be at a whole new level because they're measuring themselves by you as a champion. So, so yeah, it, it, it's real. It's real. And and the problem with that offense, I mean, I think Note Boom's out for the year. I just read today the tackle who had to replace Whitworth, so down another guy. And yeah, I think it, Stafford uh, physically, and this isn't me taking a shot. I'm just saying he's a little shot physically. Yeah. Like, the guy's been through a lot and you know, he got his 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 Super Bowl and everything, and I'm glad he's got it, but I just don't know if he can hold up behind that offensive line. I kind of likened it to being back in Detroit. He's got one guy to throw to. And you know maybe the Allen Robinson thing starts to work out. He had some nice touches yeah, 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 on yeah, Sunday, yeah. but like he's got one guy yeah. to throw to. No running game. He's getting hit. Like you know, and albeit Cooper Cup's great, so was Megatron. But like the ceiling right. on on offense like that doesn't seem very high. Yeah, and and, and, and you know, well, it is crazy seeing some of the uh, seeing how how the Rams are falling apart. Yeah, you know what I mean. It really is just crazy. And then, it, and you know, at the beginning of the year, Detroit looked like they were ready to do something. I was like, man, man, yeah. where you got out? Of <laughs> you know, <laughs> they look better than the Rams. Yeah, <laughs> you know, until the receiver got hurt that was going off St. Ron's uh, yeah, round over there. He was going off. 
and he got hurt, so they, they kind of took a downturn. I know Dallas, we got we got Detroit over here this year, this week. Yeah. Dallas playing them this week here in Dallas, I think, as in Detroit. Trap, well, they play game. Trap game? Trap game? A little bit of a trap well, game? Well, I, I don't, you know what, uh, Dak's talking about coming back, but I don't, see, I don't think it'll be a trap game for Cowboys. I mean, Detroit was the number one offense in the league a yeah. week ago. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's the number one offense in the league. And the one thing Dallas needs is a lead. Yeah. So then that, then so that defense can just tie back the ears and, and, and get to the quarterback. So, so yeah, it, that'd be, it'd be a tough game for Dallas. Especially yeah. with that. Because you're coming off a real physical game against uh, the Birds, man. That that there was electric right. up there. There's a lot of energy being poured into that game. I know, right. I know you picked with the good guys. Uh, and so uh, and even Jason Garrett, Jason Garrett succumbed to the vibes, man. The vibes were too strong for 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 a coach, man. He picked the Eagles on TV. So you know, like coming off a game like that. Um, and you had some big matchups in your day, like I'm sure some big rivalry games. And then the next week, it's kind of hard getting the young guys to refocus and that sort of thing. I think that could be a big challenge this week. Yeah, but but, but if, if like, you got guys like Michael Parsons, who when I look at this dude, man, it's a different dude. When he talked about after that game, he said, yeah, this is make us better. Yeah, We got to eat this right now. We got to eat this right now. See, that, that, that kind of guy... You, you need some of those dudes, because you know that, right? I watched him one time, Chris, on, on Hard Knocks, right? And they, they had a play on the field, and, and it was him and Ben Nash. And, and he, was, he was backside, play went all the way over there. He ran past Ben Nash. He's trying to go, Ooh! Van Nash, they come to the sideline. Ben Nash said to him, man, what are you doing? There's no way you're ever going to make it over there to make that play. He said, I don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going. Yeah. I don't yeah. Yeah. I'm going. You see, man, you don't know what's going to happen over there. The yeah. ball may fall. He may cut back, whatever. But those kind of guys are what makes the difference on a football team. And those kind of – because when, when things don't work for those guys, they'll push harder. They'll work hard. And everybody around them will start feeling bad. Trust me. I bet man there said, oh, my God, this dude ran right past me. Yeah. And I didn't get my butt over there. You see what I'm saying? You're, you're rationally thinking the game. Go and play. Just go play. Stop trying to conserve energy. Well, I'm not going to make it over there, so I'm not going to go. Yeah, that's so a great look. Like, that's a bad look on hard knocks. You know, right, there is a hard, hard knocks. Asking right. the young guy, why would you run why by you me? Run? <laughs> Bro, you're supposed to be telling the guy to run by you. You know what right, I mean? Right. Like that's that's it's not. Yeah, but it's good. Like you know, you know, you supposed to be racing his ass over yeah, there. Exactly. You supposed to make him right. Exactly. You're supposed to make him beat him over there. That's what we do. Yeah. We going. Right. Hey, let's go. Yeah. Me, Alvin Harper, and I. Every day in film, we will be looking. Dog, I got you on every play. On every play. Yeah. We racing off the line. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm two yards ahead. Do you on the line? I play the Z. I'm one yard back already. Back. You know. That kind of competitiveness, you gotta have that to do something. Yeah, and it's good when your alpha is is like that, you know, like because not all the alphas on every team are like great example right. guys, you know, and right. to have a dude right. like that who's not only an alien on the field, but he's a he's a leader. Like you can yeah. just tell when he speaks, he's wise beyond his years. He's not like a 23, 24 year old kid upstairs. Like he No, no, he is he's a good dude. He's yeah. good dude. Too. You know, because he says something that people don't get. You just you, you really just hit nail hit nail on the head with some things I try to tell people all the time. I say, do you understand? Most superior athletes, most superior athletes aren't great leaders. Yeah. They're not great. Because shit, 
They've been doing it all by themselves all their life. They, they won by themselves in Little League. They won by themselves in, in, in middle school. They won by themselves in high school. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're superior athletes. Yeah. They, every time they play, they win by themselves. But, but, but you know, the, 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 the Tom Brady's of the world. John Brady's over. They got to be great leaders, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. They're not superior athletes. I, I'm not a superior athlete. I, I so I know I got, I'm gonna need others to win, you know. But 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 it, most superior athletes aren't great leaders because they've been always winning by themselves anyway. I did see you in that dunk contest though, like on YouTube, man. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, bro. I yeah, I dude. Hey, I did not. I did not realize, my guy. I did not realize. I had no idea. Because <laughs> I played ball, but I, I was, I was, I, was I, I mean, I did. I won all kind of dunk contests. Yeah, played. They had a belt beach ball, high school belt beach ball class. You know, Kenny, 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 and so all of them played in it. Played in it. over there. I set the rebound record that year. I played with all of those guys. Got the most rebounds. I'm just a physical player, though. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm really playing football. I'm backing you up, and I'm backing yeah. you down. Yeah. Back then, that's when the game was physical, you know. Yeah. That's but awesome. yeah, I get up now. <laughs> I could jump and get up. That was my thing. I could jump good. and get up. Yeah. Uh, hey, for anybody cool. listening, that's on YouTube. Go go check it out. I had I, I had this dunk called a peekaboo dunk, right? That was always used when I win my dunk contest with, yeah. right? I go peekaboo, and I always put the showmanship into it. Like I go to middle court, oh, everybody, and I said, "Come right now, right now, yeah. cover my eyes. I'm coming down the lane. I'm coming out like that." <laughs> and you know, I really peek it. Because they call a peekaboo dunk, right? I'm really peeking. <laughs> call a peekaboo dunk. It won me some contests, man. A That's lot of good, contests. good, man. That's good. <laughs> you, are, you are a showman, man. I think you could be a great WWE wrestler. I think you could shoot the fuck out of a promo. <laughs> I, I when uh, when you were hyping up the Cowboys a couple weeks ago, I almost believed, man. I, you had me, you had me believing, man. In Cooper Rush, I think you oh. could shoot the. <laughs> You thought you, you were seeing the videos of when I'd be cutting the yeah, fool when you, Yeah, when you when you get hyped, I'm like, man, this guy could have been a Hall of Fame wrestler as well, dude. He's, he could shoot a promo. You could do a lot of stuff, man. Stuff uh, is fun too, man. Can you imagine that stuff is so fun? Hey, all right, this is interesting. Like you watch now, and I kind of watch now because there's a couple times in my career that I kind of wouldn't would like somebody to come get me. Uh, but now guys have a ton of avenues to get out of their situation. They got social media. They'll like some shit. They'll accidentally retweet some shit. You know, right, some, right, right, they'll be right. looking for their name and it'll be like, this guy should get traded. Oh, whoops. I retweeted it. Or they'll work the right, agents right. or they'll fucking, I don't know if this is what Robbie and the account, scrub the account of all team stuff. Yes. Right. All, the, all the team stuff. Right. They have all these avenues <laughs> and Robbie Anderson, like there's one way to do it. I'm not saying that's why he did it. But like Robbie Anderson probably wanted out anyways, and sometimes it happens at the same time you want out so bad, like that little thing makes you snap. When thing, you know, like when when I don't yeah. know if you were ever part of a year where it was so stressful, bro. And like yeah. you know, there's some dudes that are checked out, and there's some dudes that are angry. And I just was sitting there thinking about Robbie and just the way guys are. In the '90s, guys didn't have a way out of their situation, did they? No, you know, and and and, and it's so funny because I said that yesterday on the show on first take, you know. I remember because, you know, we're talking about Devontae, we're talking about Tyreek Hill. And these teams always say, I guess they say it for their fan base, we really wanted to keep them. We were real willing we were willing to pay them to keep them. Yeah. Shut up. Stop yeah. it. Stop, 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 stop the line. 
stopped the line because you really want to keep him. You should have taken care of that before. I didn't want to, you know. <laughs> so, so stop that. But, but, but I said to them yesterday, why are these teams letting these guys go? Just because they want out. When I, when I wanted, I remember uh, uh, negotiating with Jerry and I wanted to go. I said, Jerry, I, I, I'll, 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 I'll go somewhere else. Let's do it. And he was talking about trading me for Carl Pickens uh, for, 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 uh, over in Cincinnati. Wow. I said, Jerry, I, 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 want, I, said, I want championships everywhere I've ever played. I would like to go see if I can turn Cincinnati into a championship. Yeah. You know, because he was bluffing. I, I thought he was bluffing, but he was trying. I said, okay, let's do it. And I was serious. I was like, okay, <laughs> let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. And then, then, then Jerry sat there and he said, okay, you want to do it? I said, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Then he said, ha! Ah. Boy, I'm bullshitting. Ain't nowhere in the world. He said, and he said to me, he said, Michael, and I'll never forget. He said, Michael, when I when I look at you, you know what I think about? I think about Magic Johnson in the Lakers. What would Magic be without the Lakers? What would the Lakers be without Magic? What is Michael Irvin without the Cowboys? And what are the Cowboys without Michael Irvin? He said, Michael, what I'm trying to tell you, Valley Ranch is where we practice at. He said, what I'm trying to tell you, Michael, this is verbatim. If a bomb hits Valley Ranch today and blew everything up, <laughs> when the smoke clears, baby, you and me, we going to be right here forever. <laughs> we might as well work this deal out right now. And I said, you know, I started laughing. I said, man, you are crazy. Yeah. You went through all of that. But, you know. But but he was basically telling me now, is that you gonna work, you gonna work here or you ain't gonna play? Right. <laughs> so we and work it out, right? Right. Could be so so, so I, I I wouldn't mind that. You know, some of these teams like, listen, man, dude, I'm not letting you go. Yeah, I'm not letting you go. I right. I, I that that's what I would be saying. I'm not letting you go. And then some of these teams they they screw up trying to. Save every dime, you know. They could have signed Devontae a couple years ago and not let it get to that, right? You know, what right. I'm saying, but 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 and but of course, by the it, time it gets to that, it's like, oh, well, he's asking for this. Like, well, it didn't have to get right. to this. The market didn't right, have right. To and and, and, that it got to this, right? And then emotions that got in the way because it, I hate that too, Chris Elton. Well, it's nothing personal; it's just business. It is damn personal. Personal. I'm, I'm feeding my those are my personal kids. I need to feed. Give me my money. Stop playing. Stop saying stuff <laughs> like that. You think my kids ain't personal? Yeah. It's all personal. That's why I'm doing this. Yeah. I'm going across the yeah. middle. Yeah. So, 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 so my granddaughter is said, Papa, I took care of her from the grave. And you going to tell me it ain't personal? I don't hear that, man. Yeah, it's dude. personal. It's per- right. it's, first off, it's like personal anyways because it's an insult. Like, right. hey, we don't want you here anymore, bros. On top of that, I think with Robbie Anderson, who's bounced around a little bit, and he's had all bad quarterbacks. Like objectively, it hasn't been a great situation yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. That can poison your mindset. It can. Like it can. Way and you down to his uh, muscle memory. Like he's learned in in chaos. Like he's never had time to build good habits. You know. Yeah, and, and I thought I thought you know I talked to Rob a couple of, a little while ago when he had Teddy Bridgewater over in Carolina, and I knew they were working out together in Miami, and I thought that would be. That will really work out. And then Teddy moved on, you know. Yeah. And, and I know he's kind of made some comments before Baker got over there, but Baker came over there anyway, you know. Yeah. So, so, yeah, it's been a lot going on. It's been a lot going on. And, and you see, it's correct. He never really wanted to leave New York. He right. never really was. I remember he was hurt. He was hurt. He was hurt that he left New York 
go to Carolina. But then he was trying to make the most of it, and it just it just never worked out over there for him. Um, if you were, uh, but 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 Robbie, but but Chris, listen, I was one of the main guys that went up and down that sideline, yeah. going off and yelling at people, yeah. Chris. You can't, you come on, man. You can't walk up on the coach like we're up on the damn street corner and you finna swing and you're swinging on. Leave that old, leave, leave that old gangster crazy music bull junk on the street. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's all that is, dude. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, I don't know, man. Well, like, I think there's a way, like, there's situations as a player where me and a coach had, like, at it and maybe it could get there, but you know, like, what's the justification? If a coach says something that's over the line, like, and you you and I know what that would be, like something about your family, calling right. you soft, challenging you physically, right. threatening you, like, then I think it's warranted. But I always can tell by, like, you ever try to litigate these situations with no sound, you know, and you, you look around and see what the teammates' reactions are? Like, uh. and, you know, when, when, and when a guy's going off, and everybody just kind of looks off in the distance, like everybody's just tired of the shit. You know what I mean? They're t- right, they right, seen right, this right. movie movie right, before. Right, right, it didn't right. seem like a situation where Robbie Anderson uh, was in the right, at least to me. Just judging by the right. context of the whole situation, right, I right, think right. That, you know, it looked like he threatened the coach, and the, you know, like what are we doing? Like what what right. are we doing, bro? You right. know what I mean? Like so, I agree with you, man. Right. And, 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 and I'm gonna tell you how I've always said this too, because you know. I've had guys, young young guys asking me, like, man, what do you know to go say? So I said, let's, first of all, if your ass ain't playing, don't say net. Yeah. Don't say anything. You can't go over and come on. Come on. Yeah. And you ain't making no plays. Yeah. Because now it sounds like you're yelling at everybody saying, I need y'all to go play instead yeah. of me. Instead yeah. of me. Yeah. If you making plays and you come on, come on, guys, I need you. Let's go. Let's go play with me. Now I'm saying, come on, play with me. Yeah. They'll take that yep. because you make your plays. Let's go, guys. Let's go. But if you ain't making plays, man, you got, hey, come on now. Don't come over here yelling and you ain't made a damn play. And that's <laughs> why that's the, the Tom Brady thing, which, yeah, it's not ideal that, that he missed, you know, walk through. I, right. I would, you know, I would have right. said, hey, try to, you know, get back a little earlier. But at the same time, some people are like, they've been asking me all week, how would you feel if you were Tom Brady's teammate? If I'm Tom Brady's teammate, I'm probably coming into the meeting on Monday, looking at my grade and worrying about my fucking job because we're 500 and everybody in that building is tight right now. Right, right now. Nobody's thinking about Tom Brady. People are thinking about like their livelihood and and maybe what they didn't do right on Sunday because it wasn't just Tom Brady. And you know, if anybody's like, I don't know how you feel about that because at first I was like, that's a bad look. But at the same time, like nobody's going to say anything because good luck without Tom Brady. You know, like, it's right. a business. You right. need this guy. And, and that's, that's me right there, see. That's me. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. We wouldn't get nowhere near no damn Super Bowls yeah. until this new game over here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to hear that. Yeah. If he needs a Friday off, he can take a Friday yeah. off. Yeah. I don't want to give him a damn. Yeah. I, that's the national media coming over. Yeah. I don't give a damn. Yeah. I just Tom Brady. Stop playing. Yeah. Just to be, to be back by Sunday. We're fine. We're, we'll work this thing out. Don't worry. Yep. Stop playing, man. Yep. You know, <laughs> it trips me out when people start jumping on things like that. You know? Yeah. And the man, listen, if I'm this man's teammate, this dude has come across and put me in a whole nother platform plateau yeah and taking me to a super bowl i know he's going through something at home yeah 
ain't got no issue with what he's dealing with right now. I know you, and I said when he was missing those 11 days, I said, there's only a few things do this to a man. The way he looked right after that game, when he came back, this preseason game, after 11, 12 days, the way you saw it on his face, see, I said, mm. I said, only a few things in life can, can, can wreck and vex a man's spirit like this. And they all start with D. Yeah. They all start with D. It's, it's, the, it's the death of a kid, death of your kid, the, the, the death of your mom, mm-hmm. the death of your wife, or divorce. Yep. That's it. That's it. No, that's it. That's it. That's the only thing that, that, that vexes your spirit so great. And we all see that. We see that he's dealing with that. And if I'm on his team, man, I, I, I would. I, I, the first chance I get, somebody put a microphone in my face, I would. I, I would. I'll, 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 I'll burst out. I'll, I'll burst about it. Yeah. I wish y'all were the national media. Shut the hell up. Yeah. We're fine with what Tom did. This is our quarterback. We know what Tom's dealing with. Shut up and leave us alone. Yeah. I would say that just so he knows yep. he has support. I know he knows it, but you know, I mean, sometimes you just want to hear. You yeah, know, you can yeah, you can do more to to nip that in the bud, the distraction part of it. You know, like the people talking right. about it. If somebody takes right. the air out of it in a locker stop. room, yeah. right? Stop. Yeah, Let yeah. me tell you. Let me share something with you one time, man. I mean. And I hope Troy don't mind that shit. So, you know, I love it. And it's so funny because, you know, he takes me today. He takes Emin and I today. Troy, I don't know where he was. He was coming back from Monday Night Football. And he just said, hey, man, get ready to take off somewhere. And so I just want to tell you, boys, I love you, man. I'm so glad, man, that God put us together. You know, some great things like that. Yeah. You know, he just they do like that, right? I'll never forget. One time we were in the locker room. And, and we had this element in the locker room that was – yeah, kind of against Troy, Zelda. And he was, and, and they were putting out things like Troy gets on the black players harder than he gets on the white players. Drop these little insinuations. You know what I mean? Dude. Dude, my next press conference, I went the hell off. I said, hey man, I can't believe y'all out here writing stuff like this. Y'all gotta stop that, man. Listen, ain't nobody in this locker room blacker than me. So you can say, hey, all right, you know what I'm saying? I put a stop to it. I said, y'all got to come on, man. Let's stop doing that right now. Yeah. Because a lot of that stuff is coming in to tear up what you have. Yeah. And you got to be smart about it. Yeah. They, 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 they've been at the top the last couple of years. Any little wrinkle, any little problem, some people are coming and tear it up. And, and I always say this. You, if you roll to a Super Bowl, it's never paid smoothly. It's paid with peace and balance. That's why football teams and football organizations never win Super Bowls. Oh, you can deal with the peace. But they come apart in the valley. But football families, they come together in the valley. Yeah. You start protecting one another. Then you start getting, you say, hey, it's us against the world. And then you come out even better yep. than you went in that valley. Yep. Football families, the only thing that win championships because of that right there. And it's, that's why playing a team coming out of a valley can be dangerous. Sometimes it's not who you play, right. it's when you play them. We've been saying that on this pod. Sean Payton had that the other day on the Fox set, and I was like, that's that's one I got to catch there because it's true. It's when you play a team, and sometimes it does make them closer to go through some shit. So you got to watch out for some of these teams in the second half of the year. That's all we're saying. Michael Irvin, right. Pro Football Hall of Famer, friend of the program. He's the best, dude. I really appreciate you hanging with us through the technical difficulties and for coming uh, it's by all again, good, man. Dude. You know I love you, man. You know I love your dad, man. I love your brother, man. You're just good people, man. Thank All you. of you good people, man. And we got to encourage each other. Nobody encouraged men, so 
So we got to make sure we encourage you. Damn right. You're damn right, buddy. I'll encourage you right back. Coolest fucking dude ever. I appreciate you, man. Love you too, man. Much love, man. Much love, man. You know, I'm not an athlete anymore per se. I did just join a softball league, uh, but I'm a podcaster and to podcasters, gut health is very important. My morning routine is very important. My breakfast is very important. Walking downstairs to the kitchen to the song Narco is very important to me, but nothing is more important than drinking AG1. I started taking AG1 because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great and I wanted to find a nutritional drink that could add to my daily routine to improve my gut health and energy. I just rip it open and it's over with. I don't have to mix a bunch of stuff, it's easy. I've been on it for six months and I love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy, which is a good thing, it tastes really good. It kind of has a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. This is the best option for easy, optimal nutrition out there. You take one scoop of AG1 and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it, it's that simple. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is gonna give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com greenlight. Again, that is athleticgreens.com greenlight to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I love Michael's energy so much. That guy is so freaking funny. I wish we could have him back like once a month. Yeah. In fact, I was thinking the other day, there's a, this old SNL skit that they used to do when somebody hosts for five times, they're entered into the five timers club, which is like their guest host hall of fame. So we should have one. Exactly. Right? That's yeah. where you're going. We should have one. And I agree. couple no-brainers. Couple no brainers. Who would be already in it? Like Mina would be in it already. She's been on this show a bunch. Ryan's been on the show a bunch. Steve is. Steve's. I don't even know. Steve's close though. I don't know if he hasn't made. He barely made five, right? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Like this week. Yeah, I think it's been this week. So Steve, uh, Steve Damashek, probably on Damashek, Nicole Auerbach. Yeah, Nicole's on there. James Coe's in there. Yeah, James Coe. I should we be giving. It's like the new, it's like passing numbers, like James Coe, Nicole, like we want to get them back. We don't want to just give them their gold jackets for doing a recurring segment. Like I want to get Nicole proper on here five times. I want to get right. James Coe. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like inflated passing yards. Same thing with Steve. Steve's got to come on when he's not like, you know, doing a repeating yeah, segment. Exactly. We that need like sense. a feature episode with Steve. By those metrics, we really only have like Russillo and Mina. I'm not sure if there's anybody else that has met five times. Uh, has Howie Long been on five times yet? I think he's at four. He's just, he's not, he's not a first ballot here, is he? <laughs> <laughs> was he not first ballot? Uh, I don't think he was first. I think he was second. That's insane. Well, to me, they're all fucking gods, dude. They're gods. Like, I, I never care about first ballot, second. I've never heard him complain about anything like that, but I do think he had to wait once. So definitely not. Like, I, the last thing I want is uh, my when, my dad's Pro Bowl alternate son on a podcast. <laughs> he's, just, he's minding his business. He's like, I'm not a first ballot? When he was inducted, dick. he was the third youngest ever. He was the third youngest ever. At the time, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Handsome son of a... 
biscuit. He hasn't aged since. No, he hasn't. He's he's in a fucking he's he's in a time capsule. It never fails. The other day I had so I, I was almost mean to somebody. Somebody was like, "Chris looks older than him already," <laughs> and I, I was like, <laughs> "That's funny." I was like, "Yeah, that's good. You could have done it the other way. Like he looks as young as Chris, last half empty type guy, you know." Uh, and then some woman was like, "He's almost there," <laughs> and uh, I wanted to be like, "Now let's do you, Denise." <laughs> you know, like I can see your profile picture. Do we just talk about people's looks here? You know? So, Dad, he's a handsome SOB, that guy. Yeah. I miss seeing him in movies. Yeah. 90s movie star. You watch him on stars all the time, (laughs) dude. Seriously, you can catch him. Yeah. They're still out there. And by the way, he was in um, that thing you do, right? We were talking about it. Yeah. Talking about the deleted scene. I was right. He was was Tom Hanks' bear. Uh, for some reason, my brain could not allow me to perceive your dad as gay. Right. <laughs> like, I just couldn't. Just, I was just like, oh, he's just like really well dressed and fastidious. And him and Tom are flirting getting <laughs> yeah. into this convertible. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I texted him the other night. I was like, hey, dude, yeah, you were gay in that movie with Tom Hanks, right? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> there was no like, why? <laughs> it was like random text at 1130 at night from your son uh it's like oh yeah yeah well you know we text at 1 a.m like we know we're both night owls so we're awake so there's no like would you text your dad at 1 a.m if uh, i a would problem? i would not expect a yeah. response yeah um if i'm texting somebody at 1 a.m it might be my grandma i might text my grandma at 1 a.m yeah i would never text you at 1 a.m <laughs> my dad refuses to text he will only send you an email no no yeah i'm serious no he'll call you or send you an email he won't text you i'm not sure if he knows how bro i might adopt that strategy (laughs) because that's a very 90s strategy oh that's one thing from the 90s that's right i know you guys have been trying i don't miss emailing and i i don't miss that from the 90s but i do miss howie long from the 90s yeah we were talking about guys that are good in media good at football and also good at basketball in Michael Irvin. Yeah. I remember in the 1990s, I saw your dad play at a charity event. Was he mid? He was good. Yeah, he had he had a little. He, he was lo- definitely good. He loved the corner three, like a little like like he, he put up a lot of shots. I also read a story about him playing like pickup back in L.A. where like him and Lyle would show up and they would play pickup for like hours with all these like regular dudes and yeah. it was like a weekly thing it sounded badass yeah it's only stuff like that only happened in the 90s dude seriously and no i mean i'm not even trying to segue <laughs> i know you're i'm i know you're like kind of trying to sink in here and you're like what the fuck now he's segueing me out of a really good sidebar no the sidebar is great howie long legitimately and this is one of the things like Howie Long used to 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 uh, to play pickup basketball to stay in shape in the off season. That was the off season program. Yeah, apparently right. some little dude got in his face because Howie tried to walk on court one right at the beginning. But there's like a system where you have to go to court four and like win your way up. And oh, no. Howie like Howie intimidated going, him. Howie was going to court one. He had Lyle Alzado with him too. Like he, you know what probably happened is Lyle was probably like, "We're going on court one, kid." <laughs> And dad's like, whatever you say, sir. Uh, and then they went on court one. 
Okay. So let's do this draft. Damn, Dad. All right, so it's 90s nostalgia NFL draft. Code break. <laughs> Planning to go five rounds. Hold on. That's okay. a, I don't think that's okay. If you can't back it up, then that's a code break, but I'm sure you sat on court one for a while. Well, he was probably, if, you, I, if you deserve to be on court like one, Manhattan stay on Beach. court one. He's probably playing in one of these fucking white men can't jump courts where it's a bunch of you know guys in their skivvies. Ryan Rosillo, Mega Bowl. Yeah, like like with less skills though. Yeah, prime Ryan Rosillo or how prime Howie Long on the basketball court? What do you think? Come Professional on. athlete Howie Long. <laughs> no disrespect to Ryan Rosillo, but you, Ryan skills, Ryan would answer Howie. I'm pretty sure. You think? Ask him. Okay, I'll ask him. <laughs> If you're here in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. Sign up today to receive this special offer. New users can take advantage of WinBet's bet $25, get $50 in free bets. WinBet is basically giving you free money. Don't turn that down. Don't pass that up. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where win bet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too. 1-800-889-9789. All right, let's do this draft. Let's do it. All right, you got first pick, dude. Mm, that's good. John Madden. Miss John Madden and Pat Summerall. Can they be one pick? We'll give them, yeah, yeah, yeah together. Absolutely. I miss them. I miss, you know, the turkey thing, you know, circling the turkey on the, the telestrator, man. The, the people actually eating the turkey. I feel like now it's kind of socially unacceptable to like eat the turkey post pandemic. Right. No, everyone's kind of just staring at it and like, I don't know what you do now. In the nineties, you just ate that shit. Right. You just dive right in. And John Madden was like, Oh, there he goes. (laughs) I miss John Madden. I miss John Madden being on the cover of a video game. Like not even the player, just Just John John Madden Madden in a different white in a, in like a office outfit. Cause you just got a, you know, a, a a dress shirt with the sleeves rolled up and a tie Dress pants with a belt. Jim Halpert a got his fit from John Madden. Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. With the fucking with the sleeves rolled up yep. and the skinny tie and like looking all like oh. Jim Halpert, that's that's a uh, office play. He Jim Halpert was just like I'm gonna dress like John Madden until someone recognizes it. And, and it today's was 2022. the day. 2022. <laughs> so Ooh. yeah, I first pick John Madden and Pat Summerall. All right, I will go number two. My pick is. I'm it's going. Chris whoop. Berman. Chris, Chris Berman. Berman. He's still out here, though. In these I know streets, he's still man. out here, but he's not, you know, prime time in Chris Berman. He's, you know, Monday night. He yeah, does the yeah, halftime yeah. show, but I miss him Sundays. You see him all the time. Yeah. Him and him and Tom, they're just hanging out and going whoop. You've dominated some drafts, Reed, but I don't know because I don't know if this is what people are going to think. Because Chris Berman, good pick. Great pick. I had. He could go all the way yep. at the very top of my board, but oh well. Um, I'm going to take the St. Louis Rams. Oh, Greatest show on turf. There's no team there anymore. I know when you played for the St. Louis Rams, it was not all that enjoyable, but 
the late '90s St. Louis Rams, Marshall Falk, Kurt Warner. Yeah, yeah, greatest show on turf. You might not win this draft. I feel like I'm gonna Leon let a little bit here because I feel like some people are gonna say, you know, Chris Berman's still here. Some people are gonna say St. Louis Rams were really bad because they don't remember the greatest show on turf. They remember my team. That I'm okay. Brought I don't, shame to the brand. I'm nostalgic for an era when my when the opinions of Twitter didn't matter. Right. Yeah. That's fucking good. That's good. Except we will be checking to see who won this draft because <laughs> that really means a lot to us. Yeah, I love how text, after the, the '90s draft, yeah. nobody said anything, which I took to mean that everybody thought I won and just didn't want to talk about it. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's probably what it was. Um, go ahead. We're second round now. Second round, oh, okay. no snake draft. It's just a rotator. Okay, yeah. just so a rotator. you're next. Screw you, Macon. Giant cigarette ads. That's good. A big Winston. The big Winston sign. Uh, it's like a hundred foot wide cigarette ad. That's when the America America hasn't changed. It's still the most one of the most dangerous places in the world. But like those were the days when people were just like concussions and cigarettes. You know what I mean? I it do. was it was just unapologetic. And now we do it on the low. We're like, oh, he, did, he passed protocol. You know, no cigarette ads. We're gonna ban menthols and shit. <laughs> I remember when we were in middle school, there was this uh, rumor that one of our teachers had been the Marlboro, Marlboro Man, and that, it was actually true. That what that he was? Yeah, that before he had worked as a teacher, he had been like working in Who advertising or something. Who was that? Uh, Mr. D. Is it? Oh yeah, yeah, we did have one of the Marlboro Men. Yeah, one of them. I, there's a bunch of them. It's like James Bonds. Yeah, exactly. They cycle through them. Okay, second round, second pick in the second My round. pick, we're going number two, I want cowboy collars. I want the cowboy collars on my side. We haven't seen many of them, uh, you know, yeah. last couple years. I love seeing the uh, nice, beefy, you know, Quasimodo-looking dudes running around on the field from the middle linebacker position to the D-line position, even a couple O-line guys had them, fullbacks, all over the fullbacks. So, so like a like a white Howie Long just or a, a white, McDavid. Like yes. Like a McDavid, um, you know, Alvin Mack in the program. Yep. You know what I'm saying? I want Alvin Mack. I want that yeah. one because that, okay. that has the curve, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big tall jokers, yeah. Yep. Any cowboy collar will do. All right. I'll take uh, kickoff returns. Yeah. Love kickoff returns. One of the most exciting plays in football. You almost never see them anymore. So is the wedge off the board now? No. Yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Right? I would say yes. I'd say it's, the wedge is off the board. Yeah, it's all kind of in the same. Sorry if that was on your big board. No, fuck. You know, the wedge The wedge wasn't on the big board. Is it, is it me now? It's you. Zubas. Zubas. Yeah, dude, the pants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pants. Absolutely. Nice. It wasn't a joke, dude. People really wore Zubas. My dad had like um, a bunch of Zubas at the house. Like the way we had gray undershorts, like that's those were their gray undershorts. They were electric and fans wore them everywhere. I had like 12 Zubas when I was in the NFL because you can buy Zubas now. Did you know that? Uh-uh. Yeah, our D-line, I got us a bunch of Zubas. We were rocking Zubas. Robert Quinn was rocking Zubas at the facility. It was awesome. It was like a little 90s thing. Z-U-B-A-Z. Yeah. I didn't know. That's kind of cool. 
the go-to leg apparel for NFL players and gym meatheads yeah. during the end of the uh, first push administration. Venn diagram is a circle. <laughs> yep. Uh, my number three, I'm going to go Super Bowl logos. They were so much better yeah. in the 90s. Yep. So clean, really good. We did a Super Bowl logo draft very early in this show. Uh, they just looked really, really good. A lot better. So Super Bowl logos are my number three. All right, for my third pick, I'm going to take the uh, NFL quarterback skills challenge. That was always one of my favorite television events. I loved seeing the quarterbacks throw at the moving bullseyes. Vividly remember Randall Cunningham just like dominating. Yeah, and I wonder why they haven't done it since. You think you think it you think they could you think they couldn't get the they couldn't pay the players enough to do it. I think the players are afraid of looking bad or like you think they're scared to do a skills challenge now. I, I would love to see Josh Allen just throwing into like a moving bus, like one open window on the bus. Yeah. You know, like look at what um hit Will Compton in the head. Yeah, hit Will Compton in the head. <laughs> hit William Hayes in the head. Like so huge linebackers, is that still on the board or is cowboy college like just the fucking Levon Kirklands of the world? Yeah. You know, take like, it. Uh look at Levon Kirkland. Um hit, look at just look at him. Just, just would you just Look, look at, at it. Just look at him, okay? The guy was 6'1", 275. He was an off-the-ball linebacker. Levon Kirkland. Lorenzo Levon Kirkland. How, what's his... Uh, let's find out his 40-yard dash time. Because 6'1", 2... 1990s, you had the biggest linebackers in history. Yeah, dude. he ran a 4'9". Pretty, pretty good. Vertical leap of 32 and a half inches. Good pick. Yeah, he'd be a D tackle today. Yep. You know, I'm not, no shade. I'm just saying like with that, like, oh, no, he wouldn't. They, they, he'd be a defensive end, but they'd say he was too short at 6'1". Or they'd get him to lose weight and play something different. Yeah, probably. And I'm sure these guys could definitely trim down and, and play today's game. I mean, but there was some huge dudes like – um Bill Romanowski was a fucking tank. Mm-hmm. Brian Cox. I'll go pick number four. I want I want blimps. I want the blimps. Oh, when you're floating around, you're like, good. let's check out the the view from the blimp today. And it's got a great view of the stadium. It zooms out. I mean, it's cool now because they can do uh drones and they just do drone shots. They don't do but the I blimp want, anymore. I don't not as much, I don't think. I blimp's want those blimps. Because some games used to have two or three blimps and yeah. they'd have a shot of the other yeah, blimp. That's a great you're like, pick, oh, I'm checking in on Snoopy too. That's a that's a great That really is a great pick, Reed. I'll take dual sport athletes. Dual sport athletes, yeah. yeah. So, like, back in the 90s, we had Bo, yep. we had Dion, Brian we Jordan. had Brian Jordan, exactly. Yeah. Like, I want to see more of that, especially the baseball-football crossover, which probably won't see again. Is it me? Yep, your final pick. Lose. Chris, number five. Um, and we can do six. Do you want to do six? Sure. All right. Loose jerseys. Loose jerseys. Yeah, mm. guys look That's cool a good as shit. One. I feel like fashion... It like it comes and it goes and then it comes back. And I wonder at what point, well, probably not in the NFL or in football because uh, it's you, you don't want people to grab onto your jersey and shit like a 
wide receiver doesn't want to get you know spun around like a top because a guy grabbed his jersey in those old videos like dudes would just reach out with an ungloved hand and grab mm-hmm. some guy's fucking huge jersey and just spin him around <laughs> and throw him on the ground with one hand <laughs> like half those highlights dudes are falling slow as shit um can't do that anymore Nah, and those jerseys now are just so much tighter um <laughs> yes that's true just built real close yeah it's and as a rusher that was good but it also made you feel kind of fucking uptight sometimes right and i feel like it's just cool when you see a running back or, or someone with the ball when they're running down the field they make a move yeah and you just see it kind of flowing yeah oh, right yeah. behind him and they have the tight pants my five pick i'm going to go with quarterbacks and movies right now all quarterbacks are in tv commercials they're just in commercials all over the all over the board you got kyler slinging the ball over the locker room and patrick mahomes and aaron Rodgers all over those state farm commercials i want to bring back the dan marino <laughs> in ace ventura that's good the him fucking, helping the ace solve the case the cameos in general you know who yep. i think ruined those oj simpson yeah you know because you're they were right like, let's have this guy in the movie and then he killed killed some somebody and i think uh you know producers and directors were like nah we can't do that anymore can't do that yeah it's it's a bummer because you know you in the off season dan what are you doing oh, i'm working out hanging out playing some golf and i'm shooting a movie that's awesome, a little movie man. in there's got to be some pro athletes that have been in some movies since uh like you know as themselves i'm sure pro athletes but like the quarterback, the iconic, like the, the best iconic, known. Yeah. Kevin know? Garnett in Uncut Gems comes to mind. Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. Uh, right. How's Julia Fox doing? I wonder what, she, <laughs> I wonder what she's thinking right now. Woo. The whole Kanye thing. Um, Woo. Yeah. All right, my pick. What about the quarterbacks in Longest Yard? Were they themselves? I'm certainly not arguing the pick. The no, pick no, no, no. Yeah, and and I'm saying like while they were while they were Dan Marino, yeah, Marino right. was right. uh, was. Who would um, you want to see in a movie right now? What what quarterback do you want to see like act awkward in a fucking rom com? So I think Josh Allen would be the perfect like cameo. Like it's Josh Allen from the Buffalo right. Bills. <laughs> he would have been the perfect hey, 90s guys. cameo guy. He'd have mid length white socks, khaki shorts, like you know collared shirt tucked into his khakis i don't know what he's doing maybe he's at the grocery store maybe maybe he's at the airport but yeah i could see josh in a movie no no questions asked i feel like if entourage was still on today joe burrow would appear on it yeah for sure yeah definitely for sure joe burrow would be stealing some guy's chick yeah you know what i mean just being super serious and cool and stealing some guy's chick and with the best wardrobe he's oh, just for sure. looking for pristine sure. And and Vinny would be like, Joe, I gotta get hooked up with who dresses you? And then around the corner it's Jamar Chase. Oh, he's like, Oh, what's good. up, Vinny? Or Joe I got just you. blows him off and drives away. Right, right. With the girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I know I'm not winning this draft, so I'm just gonna make picks that I, I like. I'm gonna take Jack Kent Cook. Nice. And for those of you that don't know, I grew up a fan of the Washington football team, which used to have a respectable owner. The owner of the Washington, formerly Redskins. He didn't get a great representation in winning time, did he? He did not. Right? That's accurate. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's where I know him from, from winning yeah. time. Although I also have a friend that like 
benefited greatly from a Jack Kent Cook scholarship program. So I've always, I was reading the, I was reading the book, uh, and and that was one of the early chapters. Was yeah, because he owned the forum. Yep, interesting guy. Yeah, according to sure. Winning Time. Damn, 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 damn. Uh, fullbacks, the I formation. Which one do you want? I mean, like you one know, in, one in the same. They're one in the yeah. same. One Take in the it. same. Just just a bunch of like pads crunching. It was nine on seven all the damn time. When people say the game has changed, I think young people really should go back. One of the most fun things you can do, especially if you're stoned, is go back and watch 90s football on YouTube. Like, go watch the full games, dude. Yes. I'll go back. I haven't done it to my dad yet, but I'll go back and look at D. Lyman, and I'll be like, hey, man, you're out of your gap. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll do that shit to my dad. It's like, hey, I was watching last night. Against Buffalo, you jumped off sides a couple times. <laughs> I do like watching those old games, man, because the game was played so, like, it just was different, man. But you can still see how great the guys are. You can still, like, the style of play doesn't matter for a lot of those guys. I think a lot of those guys in the 90s would be just as good now. Obviously, you wouldn't have certain tight ends. There'd be certain, you know, positions on the field that have changed. But the speed of the game was still pretty fucking fast. It just was played differently. I watch 90s YouTube basketball all the time, yeah. and it's similar. It's like such a different pace and style of game, but yeah. some guys still stand out where you're like, oh, he'd be amazing right now. And I think I think guys in the 90s, yeah, like in the late 80s, like uh, could still play today easy, right? Like, Yeah, the best guys for sure. Yeah, um, but the 90s was cool because it was, it was kind of like the last, and I'm sure people will say this about this era, relatively speaking, but... It was like the last era in a really physical time in football, but with today's super athletes mm -hmm. starting to pop up, you know, like giant tackles, really fast dudes, like just the game was starting to round into form the way it is now, but you still had the old barbaric rules, which is cool as fuck to look at. Yeah. Unfortunately, not a lot of the medical advances that we've had. No, no questions asked. But the broadcasts were incredible. The, the way games were called was so different. Yep. Like go back and listen to, you know, it's just A B, uh, you know, it's it's play by play color commentator and and the 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 things they talked about it was so much it was so much more stringent. It's interesting. Go back on YouTube tonight and and um, watch an old game. It's fun. My number six. You know, I have a couple. I think one is kind of tied into your first pick. Mm. I'm going to go fuzzy TVs. I miss a fuzzy TV right. signal. You really? Know? Like a little bit, you know, not clear like we have today. You know, yeah. you can see each piece of that orange slice on the TV right there. But, you know, you, you're like, I think that player is that. I think, I think it's him. I'm not sure. Uh, and you're not a certain where the ball goes, but it's kind of fun little fuzzy TV action. I got one that's controversial you just made me think of. All right, my uh, last pick, expansion teams. Mm, that's we good. We haven't had an expansion team in the modern like media ecosystem. I feel like Twitter would go crazy trying to tell people what to do in an expansion draft and like who to protect and who oh. not to protect. It would be so much fun. I mean, it's unthinkable. And that was fun, like two new teams just popping up. Mm-hmm. It was two, right? Jags and Panthers. They went with yeah. the Cats and then went with the Texans. Mm -hmm. But they were really the uh, Oilers. So, yeah, yeah, we could use two more. Fuck it. P 
people will watch anything. That's what we've realized recently. I mean, so yeah. Um, okay. That's six rounds. We're going to... Starter jackets. Okay. <laughs> Any NFL draft needs seven rounds, I guess. Seven right? rounds. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Just like the old ones. Well, just like now. No, we should do like the old ones. We should do... How many rounds do they do with the old ones? A lot. 13? Yeah, something like that. No, let's just do seven. I guess I'll do starter jackets. Starter jackets are great. Did you have a starter jacket growing uh, up? Yeah. What was your I, collection? I think I had a Panther... Well, no. Yeah, I think I had a Panthers one. Yeah? I'm pretty sure I had a Panthers Silver, one. Silver, blue... I think it was black and nice. uh, and teal. I think it was white, black, and teal. Black, white, and teal. That's clean. How it said. Did you have a Washington starter jacket? I wish I still had it. It wouldn't fit. I me. had a Charlotte Hornets starter jacket. Hell yeah! Nice. Really, really dope. That I actually got with uh, saving coupons from the grocery store. Like every time you go to the grocery store, they'd print out some stickers or whatever, and I turned in enough of them that I got a Charlotte Hornets starter jacket. Number seven. I will go, I'll say uh, not having coaching interviews, you know, going into the locker room. Yeah. I just, you know, I could do without them nowadays. I'm glad they didn't have them back then. No question. You know, I'm not stoked on my last two picks. They suck. College coaches are better. They'll, They'll color in a little bit, like, but these guys, they have bosses for real. Right. I miss reading the Monday morning newspaper. That is my last pick. I would always read the game summaries of every single game Monday morning. You know the standings. Yeah. You definitely know the standings. Box score. Yeah, box score is great. Box score. I think some people still go off the box score. They just get it online. (laughs) So it was a good draft. That was fun. I Really good draft. I I miss that shit, dude. I miss the 90s. Can we go back, bro? That'd be nice. To recap, Chris, you went Madden and Summerall. Uh-huh. Sigads, Zubaz, big linebackers, loose jerseys, fullbacks, the I formation, and starter jackets. Yeah. Matt, you were St. Louis Rams, kickoff returns, QB skills challenge, dual sport athletes, Jack Kent Cook, expansion che- teams, and Monday morning newspaper game summaries. I rocked with uh, Chris Berman, Cowboy Collar, the Super Bowl logos, Blimps, QBs and movies, fuzzy TVs, and not having coaching interviews. Which I'm not stoked on my last two. I'm the first sure five you won was the good. Draft because like, also I think you know you won the draft because you read all the picks back, so people, <laughs> could, so people could fill their surveys out. That's right. Everyone, you know, think of who won and then write Cowboy <laughs> Reed on Twitter. Yeah, that'd be the much. best. Pretty much. All right. Well, hope you enjoyed Michael Irvin and uh, thinking. And about I have the a 90s. question. Yeah. Would the John Madden bus be rolled into your pick, or would that be a separate pick? Hmm. That was on my board. I didn't want to. I didn't want to throw well, it out because I think that rolled into your pick. If we're talking about things that you know, I mean, like, yeah, fuck, dude, that was a great pick on the uh, on the on the. I, I think it would be the same. I think. Cause I John, think it's there's no in. John Madden without John Madden bus. Right. That's that's, that's getting down to brass tacks. John exactly. Madden ain't going if if, if there's no bus if there ain't rolling. No bus rolling exactly. Yep. Oh, the little helmets in the in the uh, in the damn cereal, bro. Oh, yeah, that's a good pick. The helmets in the cereal. Perfect. That's a good pick. I brought this up before, Matt. Do you remember the the Gatorade uh, tops with the Bulls in six, the Bulls in five, and of course, dude used to fucking 
real deal Holyfield argue over those. Like, oh, yeah. Like, sometimes dudes would shove each other <laughs> trying to, you know, like. I used to go around the swim club and get everybody's Pepsi points. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs>